0: Good day to you and welcome to this episode of the Musician's Journey podcast. Last November I suddenly realized I absolutely had to make an advent calendar and put on a daily Christmas song on this podcast. So I asked people I know if they knew someone who had made a Christmas song and it worked out in the end. Apparently there are really a lot of people who have made a Christmas song at some point. And one of these was Arne Gudjonsson. I'm sure you listened to his Christmas song on December 10th and thought Wow, I really like this sound, but I don't want to listen to a Christmas song over and over again. And it turns out you can, like I have been doing this past month, listen to his music under the name Pale Moon, which is the duo he has with Natalia Sushenko. They are releasing an album later this year and today I'm very happy to share this interview with both of them. So. Enjoy their company for the next hour and check out their songs online. You can find the usual links in the show notes.
1: This is me, Nata, or the cream in Spanish, (laughs) and I'm part of Pale Moon. Uh, Now I'm here together with Árni.
2: Yeah, I'm Árni Guðjónsson. I'm from Iceland, and (laughs) we live here now in Barcelona, Spain, and I'm here with Nata, the cream. (laughs) Nata, the cream,
1: (laughs) yes.
0: How did you meet each other? Mm, Well, uh, we
1: first met in Barcelona. well, I used to study fashion design here and Autni's in brother, Ingi, he was in the same uh, institute with me, so we kind of ended up on the same party and at that point we just met and we just, hi! And um, just that's brief, it. Just brief. Brief acquaintance. Br- yeah. That was the f- first time we met and then later that year I went to visit Iceland. And then we met again, and th- that acquaintance uh, still happening, still. <laughs>
2: she squatted our family yeah. <laughs> house for a whole summer. Yeah. And that's how we really got to know it's each kinda, other.
1: Yeah. It's funny because almost immediately we started making some songs together, and we didn't even know each other. We were like, because you had this basement uh, filled with some instruments, and I was like, ooh, what's that? Can I come in? And they were like, yeah, let's make some songs.
2: It was kind of funny because. I was making some songs by myself in my basement. And uh, the, yeah, the basement of my parents' house. And I kind of wanted to show Nata what I was doing. She was like really into music and she was like listening a lot of music and, and I was like, ah, oh, you want to hear what I'm doing? And she was very brutally honest. She was just like, I do not <laughs> like this music. <laughs> and I was like a bit offended because like in Iceland, like, I mean, we we never give each other like, bad comp- we always like pat each other on the back like you are doing great and then like the person leaves the room and we're like what the fuck was that (laughs) but so she was but russians are like way more honest and she was like no this music is crap and i was like (laughs) okay show me how you do it and then we started like (laughs) then we started writing music there like so i was kind of trying to challenge her to write back the songs and then she kind of like did it and I it was like okay <laughs> <laughs> she
1: did it. no I, I mean I never well I don't think it was I don't remember it being like that uh, no I was very impressed with Artney's skills because he played all of the instruments he, he, he could be like just a whole orchestra like he could just do I wouldn't
2: say an orchestra I mean I play like the the basic band... I don't play like violins or...
1: Well, I think if you grab a violin, you will figure it out in a day. No, if
2: I grab a violin, someone will take it away from you very soon. (laughs) I've tried the violin. Violin is really hard to play. Super hard. Yeah,
1: actually, yeah, we had one like uh, crappy violin in the studio... And it's the hardest instrument, so...
2: I had the violin that got burned down. I don't know why. it Maybe it was because I was trying to play it. So hard. Like, <laughs> it was in a party and then I found it and someone had put it in a trash can and burned my violin.
1: What? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I
2: don't know. Why not? Some things happen in parties. Well, I
1: anyways, know. I remember our collaboration started of me being super impressed. Maybe I was brutally honest because I... Uh, but that's just how in that's Russia r- people treat each other we like to come up with uh, some advices but i'm like well i'm happy that Arnie didn't take it too personally and he took me i just stopped crying yeah (laughs) no i'm it was it was fun uh to work together i mean we didn't start a like band right away it was just kind of first time we started doing something And then after you moved to Barcelona, well, after Berlin, you moved to Barcelona where I was finishing my studies. And we continued writing more songs. Um, Yeah. And then we just eventually (laughs) decided why not to make a band? Because it's.
2: Yeah, you're here. I'm here. Yeah, I don't know. Let's just do this. Let's just make something. No, I mean,
1: like, I was definitely not taking it that series with the first EP when we released it, I'm singing one song in the EP and I feel at that point I didn't allow myself to be more involved. I was like, "Uh, too shy maybe to be a musician. I wouldn't even call myself a musician since I'm uh, writing lyrics and melodies. I never felt that's a fully, you know, like being a musician. Like if you're not playing the whole song, if you're not playing instruments that... Um, I don't know, because that's my bringing didn't involve any musical education. Maybe it's
2: just good not to feel as a musician. Maybe like feeling as a musician comes with too many restrictions.
1: Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But I I definitely have a lot. um, I mean, I have a lot of creativity just in general. So for me, it doesn't matter if it's music or anything else. I always try to dig deeper into the projects and then... As soon as we released the first EP I kind of felt okay maybe I am a musician (laughs) maybe it's working out and we started to write more songs and yeah and it's it
0: became Pale Moon yeah (laughs) I'm just I'm trying to put myself in the situation of someone being a little on the outside of this world of being a musician so I just have to ask what makes someone want to go through that process and take an idea into the world with everything it takes to first make a song and then actually record it and even make a video of it and doing some promotion of it. I mean it's such a lot of work. What makes you do this? Um,
1: Well at the point when we decided that uh, we're going to release some songs together and I'm going to be part of the band At that point i was full-blown fashion designer i was like i only see myself as a designer since i was educated as one and uh, it felt very weird first that i have to step in the shoes of being a musician um, because i felt like i'm not trained i don't know anything but then i kind of felt that arni knows everything that we're as a as a team together i know something that he doesn't know and maybe some set like that just comes uh, with your life experiences you know you don't have to be trained for it just feeling for music and i've been listening to music whole my whole life and i was always very fascinated and always felt like it's kind of place to escape the world to listen to music and discover artists that i mean there's some kind of place of vulnerability uh, and it's very nice Um, to have it in your life and when you really jump into it um, it gives you some sort of satisfaction that I would probably um, not feel completely fulfilled as a person if I have never done that because maybe it was just some I don't know it sounds silly to call it a calling or you know when you just know that you should do it and you would feel kind of bad if you didn't like, you will regret that you didn't do it. So I just jumped on the chance when Artney was just um, quit his previous band. <laughs> and he was like, OK, I'm going to do this <laughs> solo project. And I was like, hey, let's do it together. And yeah, I'm very happy because without Artni, I don't think I would ever have enough courage to step in the musician's shoes and write the songs. And now when we've been writing like best songs we've ever written <laughs> past year, I feel like, wow, now I'm feeling like really fulfilled. And mm, even if it doesn't go super far, like it doesn't matter. And that's why writing the song is the best feeling ever. Like when you finish the song, not even recording, but for me, like writing the lyrics and putting it into the melody when it's like a complete composition it feels very satisfying. So for that feeling I'm I'm living for, yeah.
2: But um, yeah, I mean, it's good to have Nata also because he she, she kind of tends to see a bigger picture since he is not like an educated musician. She can see it from like angles that I'm not like maybe used to looking at music from because he also comes, uh, like when I listen to music, I, I hear mostly just like the the melodies and the chords and and i i don't listen so much to like lyrics honestly and then she comes in and says like all about lyrics and that's such an interesting aspect and she kind of taught me how to like appreciate music from the lyrical point of view which like made music kind of interesting again for me but like to answer your question like with all the work and why we do it and i don't know it's sheer obsession like I don't know, for my part, I, I don't really know how to do anything else. I've always been in bands and it's just like, it's the most fun to do with, to play with music with your friends. It's very social, everyone working towards one goal together. And yeah, it's just so much fun to make <laughs> music. Yes, yes. children.
0: Uh, a practical question. What are the skills needed to put a song into the world? I think if you
1: can put few notes together and few words together <laughs> you can make a song. It's just a question how ambitious you are what do you want out of the song? If you want to be just uh satisfied by writing a song just don't let anything stop you.
2: But like to break it down into skills. I think I mean you can call pretty much anything music like you can put some ra- patterns or like some sounds together. So I guess you have to be able to record it and then you have to extract this recording out of the recording program and upload it. <laughs> so you have to have some com- a bit of computer skills. It's no, you
1: just put the iPhone and you just record it there.
2: I mean, technically, yes, you you, you could shout into an iPhone and upload it to your site, like to Spotify, uh, SoundCloud. You can upload it to yeah, I mean, everyone
1: can register on it. I mean, it's a question of, do you want to just write the song, or do you want to perform it eventually? It's all just about your uh, goals and ambitions. If your goal is to write a song because you feel like it, um, I don't think Anything should stop you because you can even find, like, chord progressions and just try to... Even if you're not educated with music, you can find chord progressions and start by that. Just finding, like, three, four chords and just playing it on something. Or even just find them on Ableton or anywhere. Like, now, luckily, with internet, everyone can be a musician. I guess that's why there are so many (laughs) right now.
2: But, yeah, I don't know. Music is like a very very human thing and I don't think music should be like reserved to the like professional Uh, I'm not a fan of like when people like think like ah yeah I'm a professional musician it's kind of like okay you're a professional talker or something you can like I I I mean
1: it's therapeutical in a way to write a song so that's why I think that everyone should try at least if they have any you
2: don't even have to release it like you 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 can just
1: write a song you should
2: it doesn't have to become a career. Yeah, because it
1: doesn't have to be amazing. It just has to be your song and just feeling that you did it. I think like be- before we started writing songs together with me I had a problem of writing a lot of songs on my own. I know few chords on the guitar, so it's like, okay, I would write a song. But I would never finish a song. I think that's the hardest part. Maybe I would write a few like, verses, but then I wouldn't like decide on anything like maybe and then i'm like oh, i need to write another song this one is not good but the hardest part is actually to finish the song
0: what can go wrong in this whole
1: process everything <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs>
2: nothing really I no mean, i mean
1: everything and ac- nothing maybe yeah. the
2: equipment explodes and your house burns down yeah but like w- the, nothing can be like
1: no okay wrong. uh i i can point few things that went wrong sometimes with our, our songs. Sometimes we overthink it. Uh, the best songs I wrote were the songs that uh, were written fast, quite fast, and quite streamlined, like that, we, I just had a poem maybe, like one of the songs that's gonna be on the album called Truman Show. It's my favorite. Um, and that song, for example, I just wrote a poem and I didn't change a single word and we just sat down I didn't have any chords and I knew like oh what about this and I and we just recorded that demo like in 20 minutes and then he recorded the version that was like a final version that also took like few days compared to some of the songs that took months to finish because we we're not happy with some drum beat or something. We were just perfectioning it. And then you lose maybe a connection with the song a little bit because you're uh, pumping it up, perfecting it so much that you don't even know what's the essence because that what essence... Was the
2: initial idea, yeah, now.
1: because I mean there are, of course is recorded produced songs that you hear on the radio and they have all of this production in them, but... Any song has the kind of the essence when you can just grab a guitar and any teenager at home can like play it and sing it out without all of this production. And that's where I think song should uh, shine that you can, like anyone can sing it. Like I think that's the best type of songs that kind of can be reflected in different instruments in the different styles of singing. So that's why Uh, when the song comes easily, it's probably the best moment, like the best kind of way to do it for me.
0: Do you experience that certain things kills your creativity? Like, are there certain things that you just avoid uh, spending a lot of time on? Like if you experience that getting hooked on a TV series just takes energy away from something else? or, Or is creativity just something that comes easily to you no matter what you do?
2: Hmm. I kind of. I believe in the collaboration. I mean, uh, more and more, I'm believing in, in collaboration because I. I always used to be like, I can do everything by myself, <laughs> and then like uh, the other day, I was kind of frustrated because I. I haven't like really written a song by myself in a very long time, and then I. And just realized it's okay, like because we write everything together, so she makes up for what I'm lacking, and vice versa, so I would say uh what helps creativity is definitely collaboration I don't know um we what we don't
1: no i'm sometimes I get obsessed with uh not spending more time writing songs, like I definitely feel the pressure of time that I should um, not waste it on yeah, watching episodes or doing something silly. Like sometimes I even clean the house and I'm feeling like I shouldn't be cleaning. Who cares about the clean house? Why am I doing this? Um, and it, But I think it comes with any creative profession. You always feel like if you're not doing um, that creative process, if you're not working on your art, uh, then you're just wasting your time. I think Um,
2: drugs can really destroy your creativity. (laughs)
1: Yeah, maybe.
2: If you look at musicians' career, like, that's usually when they start to take a lot of drugs, they start to shock. And everyone like, oh, yeah, you have to take a lot of drugs and open up your mind. It's bullshit. (laughs) I think drugs destroy. People start to make like the worst music on drugs. So stay in school, kids.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, we stopped drinking, actually. Like, we haven't been drinking any alcohol past year, just because we're so... Tired of it. No, we're just so uh, obsessed with the idea of uh, having more working hours in a day. (laughs) So we're like, let's just stop drinking. (laughs) What else can we do? (laughs) So... Of course, it's a bit negative. Sometimes you just can't relax because you're so obsessed with uh, finishing an album or finishing a song.
2: But it's okay to be lazy from time to time. Like, so if you want to watch Netflix series, just do it. Maybe that will spark some idea. Don't be hard on yourself. Be hard
1: on yourself. You don't have. (laughs) 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 No, I think okay. Like, um, I'm from post-Soviet kind of uh, society or like mentality-wise. And in Russia, people are quite hard on, on themselves and quite brutal. But I think there is somewhere in the middle. I, I also don't like the Western kind of way of like, just uh, uh, kind too of- Too soft for yeah, you. Yeah, too soft. Like it has, you have to, <laughs> to find- tough. Yeah, you have to find a middle ground. You can't be just too soft on yourself all the day. Ah, yeah, I'm gonna eat another bucket of ice cream. Like, <laughs> I mean, you have to find a way- But it's so
2: tasty. Where
1: you- where you do enough of work and you relax enough, but you're not being like too chilled because if you have any goals in life, you're going to regret you haven't done um, what you're supposed to do because I think everyone has inside this kind of urge and feeling that, ah, I have this ideas and I really, and that's my path. And I mean, I think you should try. Yeah.
2: Reading definitely stimulates, your imagination and your creative creativity. Yeah,
1: I mean, also songwriting, like uh, it also stimulates that.
2: And writing. I know because when you're reading a book, like you, you, of course, you imagine how everything looks like, and like you're really exercising that muscle. But like when you're w- look, watching something on Netflix, you're just receiving information. You're not creating anything in your mind. So I guess maybe, maybe Netflix is not the best way to spark your crea- creativity. I would, I would put that on the bottom of the list. Lower than drugs, actually. <laughs> but don't take drugs. <laughs>
0: Did you, um, I can't remember if it was something that you have written yourself or if someone else had written it. But uh, do you call your music psychedelic rock?
2: It's a bit psychedelic, yeah. Um,
0: I think,
1: I think we're like somewhere in between, like three or four genres. Uh, some of the songs are a bit country, actually. Like Dusty Road, it's a bit country. <laughs> then we had like indie pop. And then we had like in the first EP, we had like song Waiting for the Sun and it's like quite psychedelic. Uh, so it's, it's a it's mix. It's all over the place. Like. We're not trying to really like tackle like one particular genre. Sometimes I think it's uh, weird because then you like listen to the songs and some of them are quite poppy and the others a bit more melancholic. But it's also just, I don't know, like we're not filtering ourselves as much. Uh...
2: I mean, we're, yeah, we're not really trying to like restrict ourselves to like, no, we only make psychedelic dream rock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, we're not, we're also not like making rocky or black metal. And or, I mean, we are kind of still in that same. Yeah,
1: it's type. like psychedelic indie uh, Pop, rock, uh, shooting. Singer, songwriter, uh, bedroom pop, a bit like. Lo-fi s- yeah. indie something. Yeah, there's I don't know. Before I think when I was a kid, uh, all the genres was so restricted and also if you liked particular genre, you had to like be really into devoted. it. Like devoted to like I'm punk rocker and that's all. Like or I like Nirvana. And you had to wear particular clothes. Uh, say particular things and then you I have know. to
2: hide under your bed in the middle of the night in order to listen to Britney Spears <laughs> which you actually love
1: <laughs> so um, I think nowadays it's much more diverse and relaxed in terms of uh, styles because people started mixing a lot of styles and and I, I, I personally I love this idea that you don't have to uh just uh, put yourself in a tiny box
2: so there's just like so much amazing music out there and you're always discovering something new and new you hear something on spotify or the radio or whatever and you're like fuck i love this we're gonna make music like this (laughs) and then the next day you hear something else and you're like wow this sounds amazing We're gonna be a band like this. (laughs) Like, so their influence is like flying around like all the time. Uh, Like, I just remember when you were younger, you're like, you loved maybe five bands and you tried to sound like those five bands. But now, like, I don't know, there's just so much output and. Uh, and sometimes you just kind of maybe lose track of w- what you <laughs> what you wanted to sound like in the beginning because every day, like, or every week at least, you're like, oh, no, we want to sound like Alto Sardine. Ah, we want to sound like shelf. Ah, we want to sound like Tame Pala, And, like, there's just, like... <laughs> and then, we're like, okay, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I guess that's why we sound, like, a lot of different things, I guess. I, I- think
1: it just... Uh, I mean, it's kind of hard to really copy an artist. Sometimes people like talk about copying someone's style. But I think it's hard because you you have your own style automatically kind of like a like a maple syrup on topping on anything you do. So I feel like even if you're if you get influenced by a lot of artists, I think you like process it through yourself, through your system and then end up with some something else. It's something like special. When you're
2: cooking or baking and there's like a recipe in front of you and like a really pretty picture of a cake and then you follow that recipe like thoroughly and you look at your cake and it looked like someone drove over it <laughs> and that's a little bit <laughs> like Are <how> not the- <laughs> everyone is so
1: bad at cooking
2: <laughs> <laughs> no but like i'm just saying like even though you would even though someone would just give us the sheet music of like a rolling stone song and just like Tell us exactly how to do it, and we would just copy everything. It would still not sound like them because you always, you are a different person. You, you there
1: is a personal voice in everyone. Yeah, I think it just, I don't know, like eventually influenced all of yeah all of the things that we record and make. Yeah. Also, I mean, it's funny. Um, like I noticed, for example, artney he used to study a lot of uh, jazz music and piano. And like often that influences because when we write, he just puts some jazzy chords suddenly and I was like, wow, where is this coming from? So I think it, uh, you can't even f- fully like restrict your style. You can't just be, ah, yeah, I'm just going to do this music because you have so many influences and then it just shines through you.
2: It's just a toolbox. It's all yeah. a toolbox. You're just yeah. taking things from here and there and putting them into your toolbox. So it's always good to practice your skills. <laughs> Chil- children.
1: <laughs> Is this a children show?
3: <laughs>
2: I don't know. I just something. I used to teach music so I'm I'm just going back to that children thing. Yeah. Kraken. But it was many years ago. And I thought I don't think they learned a lot. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what are your income streams now? Um
1: well I uh, I'm also a fashion designer as I said and I have my brand called Sushenko it's just my surname and um, I sell my designs I sell my clothes I have yeah a uh, few stores in Barcelona that represent me so actually yeah juggle still two careers um, and yeah that's my second job or like half of my time I spent on this and half on the band
2: so we play Shows here sometimes, and they pay us for that. That happens with that we yeah. get paid for playing, which is nice. And then um, I don't know, live of faded fame, like Fated old, fame, old yeah. glories, just this and that. <laughs> and you're just like you're just wondering, like how, how musicians what they can do in order to sustain themselves. Like I don't really have any advice. I got really lucky because I I was in a band that. Made one album. that... I mean, they made more albums. I made one album with them, and that sold really well. So, like, I got the cut of that, and and I can kind of sus- we can we can kind of sustain myself. So I don't have any like advices.
1: Yeah, he's very lucky. He is just like hundred percent musician, <laughs> and.
2: But if I wouldn't have that, yeah. I would have to have a, a job. I I I used to, as I said earlier, I used to teach music. I used to which I really enjoyed, actually. And then I used to work in, like, old folks' homes. I used to work for homes for disabled. Like, I mean, we all do this and that. Yeah, sell
1: drugs.
2: (laughs) I never did that. I never did that. (laughs) Don't take drugs. And uh, I I think it's actually good not to lean on your creativity for financial support because then it can become a little bit of... uh, uh, like struggle? A, restrict, a struggle. Like I mean, if you are like, if you're creating music and that's your only source of income, it, it kind of it's good to be free. I, I guess. Like so, just uh, what I'm saying. Like, don't quit your day job. <laughs> like, keep some like other like work in the cafe and and like.
1: No, I mean, uh, pff, like, if you're so so determined that music gonna be your thing and you have all the energy in the universe, I think you should quit your job and just do it because, because otherwise you're not gonna have enough time.
2: We're giving like very misleading. Yeah, I mean, here. but we
1: have different opinions, so. <laughs> and it's funny because you actually don't have a job, and I kind of no. kind of have. But in general, I think like it just depends on your determination. If you believe in yourself.
0: Then the world gonna also believe in you.
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> I've been uh, looking at your music videos today. Nice. Um, nice. Thank you. To get in the mood, and I really got in the mood. I felt so good when I was. I just went out with the garbage. Mhm. And I felt like I was in this strange day's mood. I was spraying things on things. (laughs) And uh, it was a lovely feeling. So you put a lot of
2: cream on your carpet scans and everything around in the the neighborhood. Oh,
0: that's an amazing uh, visual, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. To just put cream on everything or put nut on everything. Yeah, That's what you do. That's what I did. I just put myself everywhere. (laughs) Put myself out there. (laughs)
1: <laughs> it was a great idea. Thank you. Well, thank you, yeah. Yeah, well, I, like, I mean, I personally like the c- to come up with weird ideas. Often, I think, can we just go out with the camera and just shoot something? I'm lazy. <laughs> and I'm like, no, let's think, idea. Uh, and I, yeah, I don't rest until I'm happy with some idea. And I don't know, it was also a little bit DIY-ish. We had a friend coming from Moscow and he just had a camera with him and yeah we just went out and with cream and that's it. (laughs) So it was not super produced anyways but at least I like the concept.
0: And you put uh, labels on a lot of cans or at least the ones in the front. No
1: we yeah I put labels on all of the cans.
2: And also we still
1: have some of them actually.
2: You also put labels on everything in the kitchen like all of the... Like the ingredients like the chocolate sauce and like yeah
1: you, there was like a strange if sauce you pause the like frame
2: and, and like really
1: baby tears uh, vanilla drops <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah things like that yeah yeah it's kind of it. hidden yeah you can't like really see it but i think i made a post on instagram just because i felt so proud of myself
0: <laughs> it's a
2: detail yeah
0: beauty in details exactly mm-hmm. are you selling those cans on your bandcamp page uh, now yes. Uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, after you, su- after you suggested it. Uh, a, yeah. n- no. No,
0: no,
1: no. They got <laughs> they got destroyed pre- like pretty quickly because they're not waterproof actually. So we had to, yeah, sometimes retape the covers. I have a printer at home, so I, and just basic paper. So that's how we did it.
2: It was very funny when I went to buy the cream though, because I bought two boxes of those creams. They don't have this. Labels on, of course, in the store, and that was the only thing I was buying. And so the cashier was kind of like giving me a strange (laughs) look and like looking at me like, "Wow!" And I just just said, "Like, I love cream," and and,
0: (laughs) (laughs) and gave her my
2: card. And that was it. That was the only exchange, verbal exchange we had. No, you just said, "I
0: love
1: Nata." (laughs) Yeah, I
2: love Nata. I'm very confused. It also happens often when we are in the grocery shop and I'm loose Nata, which happens often. And I, lo- I walk around the store shouting like Nata, Nata. And then some employee comes up to me we- up to me like with cream and hands it to me in order to call me down. <laughs> but it never works because that's not the right Nata I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Beautiful story.
2: Yes. My grandmother told me the story.
0: Okay. Uh When I watch your videos, I'm very curious about where you you are, because you're sometimes in Spain and sometimes on Iceland.
2: I think only one of them is in Iceland. Isn't just only the Exile video? All the others are here in like Spain, like Catalonia, I mean...
1: Yeah, it's only Exile that is uh, shot in Iceland, but it's so expensive also to do anything in Iceland. But yeah, the last videos, uh, we had a few friends. I mean, it was not so produced. Yeah, we just had friends with cameras and they were visiting us in Barcelona. So we just did it sometimes just outside our house.
2: (laughs) Also, we've just been like very lucky to have people like interested in helping us with making videos. Yeah. Like our friend Roma that lives here in Barcelona. I mean, he he came to us and, and pitched the idea of making a video for Happier which we weren't we weren't planning to make a video for that and it was a very fun process and he's he's very good
1: yes uh i don't know if you've checked the video for the song happier uh yeah,
0: you cut your clothes and Yay. then
1: you shine <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> yes. It was definitely <laughs> it
1: took us yeah like 6 months to finish this project because Roma had a child in between so we had to stop on the half uh, of the shooting and then continued
2: yeah i but mean we weren't shooting continuously no, for 6 no, months no. But, but it took us a
1: while to finish the project because every scene had to be almost like completely like we had to rebuild the set we had different costumes almost every scene or different people and yeah but it was I think it was the most professionally made and the best executed video we've done so far it's very beautiful and Roma put a lot of work into it
2: I think they're all equally great I'm yeah. just saying like for the people who have No, I mean each, each
1: <laughs> no each video has its own like um, its own beauty its own thing but I just thought that this one was maybe the most uh, uh, thought-through because we just work on every second of that video. (laughs) Yeah. Like some videos were more fun to shoot, more quicker like to do, (laughs) but yeah. I don't
2: know, we made a lot of videos. It's fun to make videos. Yeah, we like it, we like
1: the visuals, I mean.
2: We are even working on one right now. Yeah. Yeah, we're Mm -hmm. obsessed with this stuff.
0: today
2: we just released a song Mm -hmm. it's called clown and it's available on all the main streaming services
1: yeah it's uh the song clown is um also it's on a list of my favorite ones (laughs) i have so many favorite songs (laughs) in our album but clown is uh, very special because that song i think we played it in a Kind of in one version for a while, maybe like for half a year, we were like practicing the song and it was written, and everyone I was I don't was know. happy. But then I kind of listened to it again before we were making decision what's gonna to go to the album, and I said I really like the song, but I think it's boring. I I get like I zone out like in the middle of the song. I think it doesn't grab you enough and doesn't kind of shine through enough. And I kind of forced need to re-record it. So, and then I think we had like a big fight. He was like, no, I'm not re-recording this Very song.
2: Dramatic. I, Very I went dramatic. Very dramatic. <laughs> went on my knees and like...
1: Like, why are you doing this to me? Because I think, I mean, it's a lot of work because he does all of the instruments himself and he is a perfectionist. So it takes him um, like certain amount of time to like make this... Uh, like, even set the preamps on the perfect, like, uh, <laughs> everything is, like, he's very um, uh, specific with uh, also recording, so, he's um, a perfectionist, so he was not happy to hear me not being fully satisfied. So I was like, you c- I think you can do much but I think here, and then he actually calmed down, and we recorded <laughs> it, and it, like, it was amazing, like, I was like, wow, like, I was. I was really happy with how it came out that second uh, time, and this is actually one. I only aim
2: to please, Nata. That's my whole goal with this project. No, (laughs) but like he,
1: he really like um, went to the kind of maybe not the most uh, comfortable position of being more of a producer because Arni is usually he likes everything kind of raw and like not overproduced. But I think this song landed on a really nice spot where there's so many really beautiful, cool details that if you listen to it in headphones and you just really sink into the song and it's, it's very beautiful and has a lot of nice details. And I think a lot of people actually, is, I was so happy when I received comments on that particular thing of um, how they liked the production. Yeah, so and the clown is very, very nice, and uh, it's already online, and we're, we're preparing the video for it as well. Um, so yeah, please check it out.
2: But other interesting things, concerts. We have concerts mm, coming up. Yeah, the co- uh, yeah, some concerts here in Barcelona, where we live.
1: It was a bit easier for us to book gigs here because we could just jump in and just do the gig. We didn't have to plan it so much because maybe it's just in Valencia or. So it's like a couple of hours away, like it's it was easy, but I really want to go with the show somewhere in Europe. And yeah, we've been kind of dreaming and fantasizing about uh, having a road trip and playing more concerts. Yeah, that's exciting. I mean, summer is coming. So, yeah, how did you write clown on the eye? Hmm. Uh, ah no, I mean I'm very skilled um, person. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, uh, sorry, what was the question? How did you write the clown Cloud on, on the eye? On the eye?
1: Yeah, on the cover. Ah, right. Ah, yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, wow, well, I uh, I didn't <laughs> No, okay. I mean,
1: okay. Well, I'm a, I've been a graphic designer since I was seventeen, so I'm really skilled in Photoshop. <laughs> 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 Actually, that picture had uh kind of veins on my eye and I was like this looks so cool and this like really represents my song how you get like tired of yourself and this like tiredness slash kind of presenting yourself in a good happy way which uh, was this makeup that um one girl in Barcelona she did it for us like this uh funky clowny makeup and then I took this picture and I Thought this this is it this is this represents my song and I just only needed to add clown because I didn't want to write clown on the cover it's, yeah
2: it's also really good because I connected to it in that way that often like in social situation like you tend to act like a clown like you're always trying to entertain like you seek yeah. to please well, that's and awesome. you're saying like we and that's uh, that's really much us awesome. and we're always saying like the same jokes and saying the same and why in the meanwhile like you are kind of like like this in on the cover like yeah you're like your you mind. get
1: tired sometimes of yourself and then you, the
2: guests leave yeah. and that's exactly how we look like okay we've been the entertainer the whole night and they're like <laughs> we're so tired of our yeah. old jokes and like
1: yeah the song is a bit like about my personality because i i like to entertain maybe the group i i'm, I'm i don't know maybe it's just if you, if I feel uncomfortable, I just try to make jokes and make fool out of myself sometimes. Um, and but I'm, I'm not scared of uh, looking stupid. I, I don't, I don't care. I think that's like the most confident thing about me. I just don't mind not to look like the prettiest or not to look um, really pleasing to the eye. I just, I, I prefer to make a joke and. <laughs> That's my way of communicating with people. And that's, I guess, the song is about that in a way. I mean, also about feeling sad <laughs> <laughs> sometimes and how you deal with these moments of feeling sad. That sometimes it's actually so stu- silly, but just making a joke, which doesn't really solve anything in your life, um, makes it easier to just go through
0: any situation.
1: Yeah.
3: Hmm.
0: At first I was thinking, uh, she's from uh, Siberia. She probably wrote Clown on her eye. That's probably some, <laughs> some bright and passage type of skill they have there. <laughs> I don't know. That
2: sounds way cooler.
0: Yeah, that sounds really
1: cool. Maybe, but, w- I mean, actually, maybe we'll use that now. For the other cover of uh, Single Happier... I went and I made the tattoo yeah. and we actually came up with this idea. Oh, why don't we just make a tattoo on the hand and that's going to be a cover I'm just going to write happier. And
2: so that's dedication for you.
1: Yeah. And then we're like, but it's going to be so lame if it's not a real tattoo. So we went and like, I have a tattoo. I mean, you can see it. People can imagine it or check our, our cover for a song happier. It, it's, yeah, it's kind of funny because I don't even know what it means when it's like this on the hand. I think some people might think I'm very sad. I
3: think you're a, a <laughs> gangster. I'm
1: like, happier. I don't know. But it's, it's funny. It's, it's, has it's a uplifting. Story. It's, it's uplifting. the best thing. Uh, to it's a nice ha- reminder. No, I mean, the best thing to, uh, the best way to make a tattoo, I think, is just to do it, like come up with the idea and the same day go and make a tattoo. So that's the way to do it. Instead of, yeah, no overthinking. You just have to.
3: Just do it.
1: Do it spontaneously, yeah.
0: briefly describe the geographical location of siberia um, it's
1: it's too <laughs> vast to be
2: brief <laughs> yeah, <it's> like
1: <laughs> no i mean siberia is actually it's uh, it's huge area i mean it's probably bigger than europe like it's uh, and yeah. i was born more or less in the middle of siberia so not high north like it's uh, but it still would get like minus 30 it's a region of Yakutia, and it's, it's probably closer to China than Europe. That town, uh, it's called Neryungri. Even Russian people don't know this, the name of the town. There were a lot of towns that were born uh, in the Soviet era, like so kind of freshly built towns for mineries and yeah. My town was sort of like that. It was just a kind of brutal Soviet town with one Lenin statue, like it was very basic, <laughs> kind of made out of the... Kind of like similar to like IKEA kind of thing, like when you open a brochure, how to put together a kitchen, sort of uh, they used similar brochure to make
3: it's a Soviet, kind yeah, Soviet, like, towns. <laughs>
1: Soviet towns.
0: And that, yeah. And can you briefly describe the geographical location of uh, Gardarbar? Of Gardarbar. B- Gardarbar.
2: Gardarbar. That's the town of gardens, uh, garden town. That's a uh, direct translation it is uh, in the south west uh, of Iceland it's not so far from the airport it's where Reykjavík is so like when you look at the map and you see Reykjavík and people often when they come they think the whole capital area is Reykjavík no Reykjavík is actually kind of six or seven different towns Which makes no sense in my opinion it should just be all Reykjavik. Why do we need to have seven mayors? And even the the mayors, like the mayor of Kobor, Now I'm getting into politics. I'm getting heated. <laughs> he has higher salary than the mayor of San Francisco. That's at least what they wrote in the papers. And I and the papers, they don't lie. <laughs> no, but okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's. So when you when you fly to Iceland, you land in a town called. the airport is right outside of Keplavík and you drive up the peninsula which is like on the southwest. and the first town you're gonna see is after the airport is Hapnafjörður and then Gardabær so it's the second town you drive through on your way to Reykjavík from the airport
0: I see, beautiful, I've been to both of your countries, I just find it so uh, poetic that you both come from fairly isolated places and then you meet in this hub of of europe where the sun is shining (laughs) you are both freelancers i guess Mm -hmm.
2: yeah yeah
0: and you are both living in a country with a different language from your um, main languages Mm -hmm. so i guess In Spain, have you had to register there as self-employed and file your taxes in Spanish?
2: Are you planning to move here or...?
0: No, I'm not yet, but now that it's (laughs) winter, it seems more tempting. Now, I registered as self-employed this autumn and suddenly I'm supposed to know about all these things to do with economy. This
2: is the most ridiculous thing. Yes. They They never tell us anything. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, we are grown ups and we're supposed to know like this. Yeah,
1: I still feel like I'm a kid because I'm always so confused with all of the paperwork and it takes me forever to figure it out. Like, it took me a year to get the card in uh, Spain because they always, there was something missing, something was not correct. And I I think I'm not that um, stupid person, but I think the bureaucratical kind of maze that they create for you to. Uh, register is ridiculous. So
2: They could definitely teach us how to file our taxes in school. At least te- like uh, explain it a little bit. I've had so many... I really relate to what you're saying. I had so many me- moments when I'm just like furious when the tax office is like, you did this wrong! And I'm like, you never told me how to do it! <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. I mean,
1: they, like at least some of this tax money should go to the education of tax... <laughs> well, in Russia it's a bit more chill because there were no so many like the business businesses didn't really exist so there was no education for it or whatsoever people were just supposed to work for the government so there was no not none of that idea in my head sometimes when arty shows me our tax report because we file it as a family and i'm like whoa, like I'm so shocked of the taxes in Europe. I'm like really, really surprised because it's so high. It sometimes like feels ridiculous because in Russia, taxes are much lower.
2: I think they're like
1: Uh, 12% in Russia. Yeah, it's like 12. But the politics are kind of crappy. So a lot of people don't even want to pay 12% because they don't trust the government. Hmm. So that's another
0: question. But
1: yeah, this is part of the life, part of life of being
0: creative. (sighs) Uh, to me, it feels like asking the the tax people to once a year submit a symphony they uh, <laughs> compose, yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah, if yeah, yeah, they yeah. if they get something wrong, they will have to pay. <laughs> Um, uh fine. it's up to them. Yes, exactly. And it's up to them to learn how to do this.
2: Yeah. And they will have to pay in <laughs> string quartets. They were <laughs> like, ah, you made the wrong notes here in the symphony. You have to do 16 string quartets. <laughs> yes.
0: You have seven, eight notes in this 4-4 four, four bar. You have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, I, I always said that maybe why taxes are not just automatic. Like, I don't understand... I mean, nowadays, with all the technology, you can just go to the store, pay something, and this, like, VAT just goes directly to yeah. the bank account of the government. Why do we have to, like, file it paperwork? It so, seems so ridiculous. All these papers that we're sending, saving these checks. I mean, we have online it's banking. It's tedious. Like, it's so tedious, yeah. And so <laughs> it feels such a waste of time. We could be, like saving (laughs) planet, like...
2: (laughs) But instead, we are just filing our taxes. Yeah, like... Why?
1: (laughs) And then someone else wasting their time checking if we filed it correctly. Like, it's all so silly because you have to, like, put it almost manually sometimes of this... And also, it's quite
2: like a trust system, which sounds very medieval. Yeah,
1: why not to just, like, I put my card on the machine, I pay for something, and this VAT just goes directly to the bank account. Of government, <laughs> and we're all happy.
2: It's more like okay, I would just like I'm in the tax office, and it's like, hey Ragnar, how much did you earn this year? And you say like 700 kroner, and I'm mm. like, hmm. It's like hmm. a game of poker. Like, it's like <laughs> and I <I'm> like <laughs> I call your bluff. <laughs> I want to see everything on paper. <laughs> 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 and then you have to like show it to me. And then I'm like, aha, I saw that you gained 850. You go to jail and you miss a turn. <laughs> like I mean, it's some it's, kind of weird sick game. It's very playing silly. They're a sick game.
1: Yes. I are. mean, older, older you get, more ridiculous everything seems. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because yes. because uh, before, maybe when you were a kid, you kind of trusted and believed all the adults. But now I'm thinking everyone is just doing something like random like almost people just like chaos yeah it's just chaos and we're just trying to make sense out of this chaos so Mm -hmm. taxes is one of these things
2: probably it's chaos also for the people working in the tax office maybe they're like what the fuck? (laughs) i would not want to work there
1: i mean also imagine everyone just sort of uh, hate you (laughs) (laughs) for taking their money and you're like give me more of your money and you're like
2: No, no. People working at the tax office are probably very, very good and nice people. I just no, don't want them to audit us if they like ah, listening yeah. to the show. Like what? They don't like us? Ah, that's fine. They did everything wrong.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we can. Uh, you have a website, Pale Moon uh, Band? Yeah. No, uh, moon no it's uh,
1: www pale moon music dot com. Yes. yes. So you can also, yeah, if you go on the site, you can follow us on Instagram. We post there probably more than other networks. We also have Bandcamp and we have SoundCloud. So, I mean, it's very easy to find us, I think. So you just put Pale Moon. But yeah, my goal in life to uh, become first in a Google search as a band, before the Pale Moon browser. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Be- because apparently there <laughs> is a, is yes. a browser. <laughs> yes, it came up. We didn't even know. We we're so <laughs> silly. We just kind of like... That's how yeah. like, uh, yeah, unserious we were when we made the name. We we're like, yeah, Pale Moon sounds great. Okay. Yeah. And then there is a browser. And and we're in cahoots. We're fighting. Maybe, it, it, maybe if you
2: get that browser and you search for us in that browser maybe we will be ah, yeah, the you, first one to come up <laughs> if you download because Pale the browser, browser probably ah, they probably know who I am since they're using me so maybe <laughs> that's your way to see it f- or maybe I first. should
1: ask for a collaboration maybe we can be friends yeah
2: yeah, yeah.
0: thanks for listening go to palemoonmusic.com and keep an eye out for their upcoming gigs. And if you enjoy listening to this podcast and want to offer me a cup of coffee in return, you can do so via my page on coffee, which is also linked to in the show notes. I'm a fairly traditional cellist, and I have no skills in mixing and mastering. So if something in these episodes jump out, at you and makes it annoying to listen to, please let me know about it. You can write me an email or via Instagram. And in the next episode coming in two weeks, I'll be talking to someone who happens to know how to produce music and podcasts, namely Isabel Anderson, who is making the wonderful Girls Twiddling Knobs podcast. Have a good day.